تستمر رحلة الحياة معي أنا منعوني اليوم أخذكم في رحلة مع خلينا نقول محتوى طيب أو لذيذ كارمن رويدا إن شاء الله بكون نطقت اسمها مزبوط إسبانية الأصل تقتن في دانة الدنيا دبي تحمل معها وفي جرابها ما ممكن تأكله العين قبل أن يستطعمه اللسان كارمن شاف متخصص في الحلويات ولكن حلويات beyond your expectation تأخذكم إلى عالم ثاني كارمن nice to meet you I'm really happy to meet you today in BRICS I want to know more who are you what is this level of you know like beyond beyond my you know like beyond the normal test this is not sweets this is something else <laughs> Hello, nice to meet you too. So my name is uh, Carmen, I'm a Spanish chef. I've been working in many places in the world, just trying to get the maximum knowledge to put together into the dishes that you are having today. Your dishes are very special because you combine many flavors between Asian, international, fruits, uh, no, I, don't, I cannot say vegetable, but maybe, you know, spices as well. And then something like I never seen, okay, mushroom or truffles. I tried macaron with truffles, but in Paris, not in here, I mean. But it's, a, it's very different. How do you get the idea, the creation, the inspiration? So for me, the most important is to do not be just close into what is the traditional. So I have a background of being a chef. I studied for being a chef. So what I'm trying to create always is something that is a creation of food. So it doesn't matter if it's going to be a dessert. If I, ca if I can find a good combination of uh, a veggie or a seaweed or, as you say, truffle, I just will use it because there is no limitations into the creations. And this is what I'm trying to, to put together on the dish. As a Spanish, and we are all from the Mediterranean, you know, we have a lot of uh, flavors and variety in cuisine. Uh, who inspired you to, to go, I mean, to, and to take this path? I think that is something that I have always in my, in my feelings. I always been cooking since I am a kid. Even I play with chocolate, making chocolate petals, making uh, chocolate petals and uh, a lot of uh, games with bonbons. So when I just decided what to study, I, I almost have it very clear to, to what I wanted to do. And uh, my best uh, and my goal always has been just keep learning. So I never thought that I knew everything, and this is why I've been trying to go into some of the best restaurants in the world, working in there, understanding what is behind every single thing that I'm doing. This way I have all the knowledge, and after a certain point I have my knowledge to get my own creations. Yeah, this is amazing. And your, uh, your place is very tiny, small, uh, chic, unique. But I'm sure, you know, you have a big, uh, big heart and then, you know, a big uh, knowledge on how to attract people like what you did today for me and my, my, uh, my, my chef friend as well. And then we came together to experience this. Uh, you've been to uh, Singapore, you've been to UK and then, you know, uh, I'm sure, you know, many other countries and Saudi Arabia, for example. How did you adapt, you know, yourself with the, with, the, with the traditional cuisine? Did you get from them, I mean, any inspiration? So when I arrive to a new country, for me, the most important is to be open to learn and to be open to discover. So I'm always asking, I ask the locals to go to their own places to know what people like and which is the basic of the food. And based on what I see, what I discover, new flavors, I just put everything together and Obviously, together with my knowledge, new flavors, I just create something new. 
Do you have any memory, like you know, in in each country, and then or maybe you know a best, let's say, best souvenir in 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 different countries that they, you have been already? I mean, that made today. It's here. It's with you, and then you bring it always with you. Well, I think that the best souvenir that you can have they are memories, so they are always with me. <laughs> so this is uh, when you travel a lot, you try to don't have too many things. But you keep a lot of uh, knowledge and memories with you. So I think that this is the most important, especially the memories, of, the memories of the taste. So when I was in Singapore, I taste things that it was the first time. And this is where I try to do not forget. So I want, when I want to create something new, all these memories of flavors and textures, they come into me. And somehow I try to put them in a different way, but with the same feeling that I had at that time. Okay, before I go to the question, and because I know that you have philosophy, nostalgia, this means a lot. I mean, because every uh, dessert reflects uh, a meaning. But let me ask you a two question: Why, why philosophy, and why nostalgia? First, second, um, I mean, like the 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 first person who tastes your your pastry, do you still remember? Uh, the first person, probably my father. Okay, okay. That's yeah, the Nostalgia, I think that is because we all have a lot of nostalgic memories. And it's one of the most important things when you are eating something and something moves inside you. You are not just eating food. So I think that this is a, a very special name for something that it can get you somewhere else while you are eating. And this is one of the things very, very important. And philosophy. Philosophy is because, as you saw, philosophy is a dish that has a lot of technicality behind. And for me, a part of the taste, as we said, and the feelings, the technicality has to be there. If you want to play and if you want to serve something different, there is a technical part that must to be in your knowledge. And it has to be always very present to do not keep always doing the same kind of things. That's why we invest a lot of time into create and into reading so we can have and we can come up with new things, new techniques, and we have new ideas. Do you design your dishes before you do it? I mean, like you practice, do you draw it first and then you present it? Sometimes, yes, but the dishes, they are more about the flavor that I want to give to the guest. So it's never a drawing. We always design what we want to serve in our brains. Okay. So we always thinking that I want you uh, feel something crunchy or light or full of flavor. So this is my main aim. And based on what I want you to feel, then I find my ways to put together the knowledge and the ingredients and I, and I create the dish. Because I saw in your presentation you have wood, you have, you know, like, uh, the, the, you know, like um, different kind of, you know, like elements from the earth as well. Yeah. For me, the earth is uh, where we're coming from and it's the base and it's the roots. So for me, it's very important to have this feeling of this is real. Even if sometimes it doesn't look like, I have always good somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> because for me, it's very important to have this touch to the, to the mother earth. The first, I mean, person you said your father and then uh, as a female, I'm sure your mother as well was behind mm -hmm. your success. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> But I think that this uh, a lot about, you know, like working hard and knowing what you want and just pushing for it. Your family are very proud? Yeah, I guess. 
You should to ask to them. <laughs> I have to, tra- to travel to Spain. Yeah, it's not a bad idea, neither. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's in the plan, actually. So, you know, uh, when we, uh, we, sa- we said, you know, you draw, I mean, and then, you know, you get the inspiration, definitely. Uh, and as my, uh, my, my, my friend here, she asked you the same question, to, inter- to in- you know, enter um, uh, imp- like you know, interfere with the with the local market. You know, I know here in UAE, especially people love Japanese and they love the Asian flavors. But with dessert, maybe it's a little bit you know different because it's unique. So, how was the experience? How did you convince them? How did you try? You know. So in general, we have a very good uh, clientele, and uh, almost everyone that is coming, they are very open because when they enter. Just in the first step, you see that this is a different place. So obviously there is uh, sometimes a few challenges because, as you see, there is not only sugar. So sometimes uh, they don't really understand very well. But in general, I have to say that we have a very, very good feedback. And many guests, they really appreciate that we don't make super sweet desserts. So for me, sugar or over sugar, basically, just hide the main flavors of whatever we are doing. It's like salt. If you put enough salt, just highlight the flavors. If you put over salt, it's not edible. Mm. So I use the sugar in the same way. If I put enough, it will give me the hint. But if I put too much, I only taste sugar. And for me, as we say, we have a lot of creations. And the main thing for me is to give the right amount of sugar to be able to fill the rest of the flavors. From the local market, you know, I mean, here in the Middle East, on the Moyen Orient, we have a lot of spices as well, like the cinnamon, cloves, you know, a lot. How did you, uh, for example, you know, maybe um, uh, play with it, use it, you know, in a certain or saffron Mm -hmm. or whatever? So we play a lot with uh, all the spices and all the flavors, because apart of having a la carte, which is what you have today, we also have uh, overset menu, which is an experience. And in those experiences, we is when we really became in what in our identity. So we have, uh, for example, now is running one uh, one menu is called Seasons. So we go through the four seasons and we highlight the flavors and the feelings of each of the seasons. The new menu that is coming that is will be also together with the season is called Silk Road. Wow. So Silk Road is a, it's an idea that we had because we, the previous menu was called Escape. And Escape is a menu about traveling through different countries that I've been visiting, that I learned about the flavors, and we just put them together. And we discovered that we all love to travel, even if it's just through food. So we wanted to make something based on that. And Silk Road is something really amazing. It's something that almost make it's something like Dubai, no? It has all the base of each country, they are together in one place. So this is what we try to make with this menu. Put the base of each of the countries, that is the Silk Road about it, and serve it into a menu. So in this menu, we have a lot of every country and of, of course, spices. We're gonna come back, I'm sure, you know, for this. Did you uh, thought about going into competition, you know, and then present to the large audience, what do you do? I already did uh, a few competitions in the past. So when I was younger, <laughs> I, I make uh, a few competitions. Uh, I made the World Chocolate Masters. I make it two times. I was uh, third position in each of the times that I make it the competition. Uh, it's very nice. It's really pushing the boundaries of yourself a lot. And uh, after just uh, I get very busy 
opening places and going here and there and to make any kind of competition you need a big uh, big team and uh, a lot of time and at the moment I don't have so let's see what is going to be next I never say never so why not <laughs> in the future another branch of BRICS is coming soon to Dubai so we are opening just next door a new place for everyone to come and enjoy it and have uh, their own time so we are making BRICS all day breakfast so you can come in, we will have a specialty coffee. You have a lot of sweets also for take home. And uh, obviously we have a very, very nice breakfast, very unique. Oh, and wow. uh, also pastries, individual pastries, big cakes, but everything with the touch that we are doing with our identity. You know, recently the trend is with a, a lot, I mean, even in Dubai as well, started with the immersive dining experience, you know. Have you thought about this? Like, you know, you have like a fairy tale dinner, a painting, you know, kind of. You must have come in and try the experience. Okay. So you will understand that. a little bit what we are doing. Mm -hmm. We have like, we can say that it's a multisensorial experience, but under my point, I didn't want to make something that is too over. So you have a lot of touches, all your senses, they will, they will be involved into the dinner. But I just like to keep it simple because I don't want to overwhelm our guests because it's already a very special space. If you come in and you get too much, it's very destructive. I want that everyone enjoyed each of the moment while the experience and of course about the food. Becoming a chef, it's not easy. You can be talented, but you, you have as well to have a brain or maybe, you know, like um, uh, a mentor behind you. I want from you three words to be a good chef and who was your mentor? So, uh, three words to be a chef. Or maybe three words no. that the chef can, you know, use and focus on this. Work, work and work. And who was your mentor? I think that I have many mentors <laughs> because I've been in many places and I like to learn a lot from each of them. So because I've been working in many countries from each of the places that I've been, I really have a lot. But for sure, Ferran Adria, which is, was one of my greatest places where I've been working, Heston Blumenthal, Olivier Bayard. So I, I really have a lot of, I've been lucky because I work with a lot of great chefs and I learn a lot from them. Do you know any Arabic chef from here? I have a lot of Arabic friends, yeah. I prefer to say many names because then the others, they will be a little bit pissed off. <laughs> but yes, I'm learning a lot from, from Arabic chef and I'm very glad that everyone is very happy and very open to keep learning things because this is for me the most important. I am open to learn from everywhere, but also since I'm here, I discovered that everyone is open to learn from us. So I think that is a very nice way to keep growing together. As a pastry or a specialist pastry chef, do you eat like sour food, the normal food, junk food, and what is your favorite? Well, I'm, um, I eat everything, and there is time, I think, that for everything. When you work many hours, <laughs> anything is good. But uh, my favorite food for sure is uh, Asian. Asian food, yeah. Like? Absolutely anything from Asia. Sushi, uh, noodles? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, ramen, sushi, anything. Yeah, it's, it's one of my tastes. In the savory, it's one of my favorite tastes. I want to, you know, like to continue and carry on talking with you, but you know, um, I just, you know, earlier before we start the podcast, I asked you, why don't you go, I mean, uh, over, you know, and outside UAE, and then you told me there is no good hands. What did you mean? I mean, like, 
I mean, like, you know, a female, I know that we have a lot of touches and we have a lot of beautiful, you know, like inspiration and everything, and we can do things. But you still struggle to find the right candidate? Every time it's getting a little bit more complex to find, I think, uh, good hands. But because the hands, they come in always with the brain. And brain is not only about how clever you are, because we, I do believe that you can teach anything. But you have to have the right attitude. And the thing is that sometimes I feel that we are lacking a little bit of passion, because everything is very easy these days. And you watch a video and you think that you know how to make things. And Hans is all about, as I said before, working, working, working. It's all about working a lot and understanding. And you need to get rejected many times to understand that you can be also mistaken and you need to keep growing, even if you are not right all the time. So, of course, in here we are making a lot of special dishes. And it's a lot of frustration from many, even from my guys. Sometimes things are not going right in the first time. And it's a lot of working behind everyone that is in my team right now to make understand that there is a value, that not everything is easy, that you need to keep working. So, of course, there is good people, but it's not easy to find them. And if you are going to open another brand, another branch somewhere else, you need to make sure that you have the right people working for you because they will be the face of your business and at the end they are your face. So you need to ensure, and for me this is very important, that the the guys that they are working with me, they understand what we are doing. I just need hands. I need everything. And this is the hardest part. The hardest part. You need the hands, you need the soul, you need the brain. To encourage people or ladies, you know, who wants to become, you know, I mean, or to carry on their careers in the, the same field, what is the best advice? So, for me, the best advice is that you understand that when you put your chef jacket, you are a chef. You are not a lady and you are not a male. You are a chef. So it doesn't matter what is happening behind. It doesn't matter. Once you close the door of your business, you can be what you are. But when you are in the kitchen, you are a chef. So all the rest of the things, they need to be forgetting. Yes, chef! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much, Carmen. It was a pleasure meeting you today. And the last you know, word is for you. What do you want to say to I mean, my listeners and my podcast, your life story? So I think that the most important is uh, for everyone to open your mind and understand that anything can be possible. Yes, Chef. <laughs> Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. Thank you.